the show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh. <laughs> okay, so I am here, but I'm barely here. So I want to welcome every mom, dad, child, whoever, dog, who's listening today. I am Jenny, and this is Channel Mom, where we encourage moms. We do focus on your amazing value as a mother, even when the world forgets to point out that you're amazing. All right, question for you. Does your child need a boost in their self-confidence? Maybe they need to see they have unique gifts and incredible value, no matter how other people are making them feel. In the house today is super popular mom podcaster, Jamie Ivey. She's got one husband and four kiddos, and she hosts the popular podcast, The Happy Hour. If your kids struggle with self-worth or, you know, how they measure up compared to their friends or even, you know, compared to TikTok stars, Jamie's here to help us moms see uh, our kids or help our kids see themselves with whole new value from her book, God Made You to Be You. She's going to talk about it. Stick around. That's all coming up on Channel Mom in just one minute. We'll be right back. Are you in need of some girl time or maybe a mother-daughter date? We've got just the place for you. Enjoy an afternoon of respite and refreshments with an authentic English tea. Lynn's Tea Shop and Cafe serves a delightful afternoon tea or a delicious breakfast or lunch in their cafe, all at affordable prices. Offering special teas like the chocolate fountain tea or princess tea, there's something for everyone at Lynn's Tea Shop and Cafe in Littleton. For a 10% discount, use the code CHANNELMOM. Visit lynnstea.com. That's lynnstea.com. Moms are a big deal, but sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom, whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at ChannelMom.com. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back, you guys. Thank you for being with us on Channel Mom today. So grateful for every listener in various places around the country. We want to welcome, you know, our hometown folks here in Denver, also Colorado Springs, Little Rock, Omaha, Lincoln, Col- uh, I already said Colorado Springs, Idaho, Missouri, Oklahoma, and Texas. We're so grateful that you listen. All right. I just want to remind you that you can get a discount if you would like to take your mother or your daughter or your girlfriends to have a super fabulous, yummy, authentic English tea at Lynn's Tea Shop in Littleton. When you book your tea time, uh, you just go to lynnstea.com. That's lynnstea.com. When you book that tea time, just mention Channel Mom and you can get a little discount there. Um, <laughs> 
we're, we're going to see how this show goes today because I might be super real and super honest. Hopefully I won't cry. If you've listened to me for very long, you know I cry pretty easily. Uh, I will try not to cry today if I get really real. It's nothing awful. I don't want anybody to be really worried about me, but uh, it's a struggle. I do want to invite our guest into my mess, and I think she and I can have a really cool talk if we both get real. She is Jamie Ivey. As I said in the intro, she has a very popular podcast known as The Happy Hour, and she's also written multiple books, more than I've written and uh, she loves kids and she loves to take her you know sort of passion for God to the younger generation she's done it for the first time in her new book God Made You to Be You very encouraging book for kids we're going to talk about it Uh, she also has four kids that's uh, kind of her motivation and a husband and uh, I think a few of her kids at least are adopted she can talk about that so I just want to give that little bio and uh, Jamie welcome to Channel Mom Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm we're welcome. And also, I'm just sitting on the edge of my seat wondering what is going to happen here that you might cry because you're going to make me cry too. I can already feel it. <laughs> I hope you're a crier and we can cry together so I won't be alone. I have cried a lot of tears in the past month. So uh, okay, good. It. All right. Well, so maybe we'll cheer you up with this little tune for your book. <laughs> oh, well, oh, well, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Well, happy birthday. Okay. Happy That's birthday. enough of Elvis. That happy birthday. That is the best. <laughs> it's uh, UBU's first birthday, right? It totally is. And I woke up this morning and I went, October 1st. That sounds so familiar. And I'm like, oh, it's because it's all I thought about last year was October 1st. And yes, it's the birthday of my book, UBU. Love it. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. That's a happy birthday for your book. I'm going to kick off the show because I listened to your podcast this morning um, because I just thought... I want to make sure I understand all of Jamie, well, as much as I can in, in the short amount of study I've done. I wanted to kind of bring all of what you have to offer moms and women to the show. So I thought I'm going to listen to her podcast from this morning. And you gave a little intro to, to the book that you were publishing last year. And now you've kind of, in some ways, got kind of a kid version of it in God Made You to Be You. And it's really, you know, as you might guess from the title, calling women out to say, stop. You don't have to do all these things and be all these things and be a size two and live in a 10,000 square foot house and be perfect and be a perfect mom and look good all the time and everything's Pinteresty, et cetera. And um, right. you do that. But you, 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 you kind of had a nice little speech at the beginning of your podcast talking about the true meaning of what you're trying to get at in your book, which has its first birthday today, UBU. You you. So go, go for it, Michael. You've probably heard and seen these sayings pop up in your Pinterest feed, the things people put out there to motivate and inspire us. Things like, girl, you got this. You're enough. Hustle more. Get things done. Pick yourself up by your bootstraps. You can do anything you put your mind to. You control your destiny. You are your own boss. You see, all these ideas are good. They're super motivating. But I'd like to suggest they're lacking. They are shallow and unsustainable. Not one of them is capable of bringing lasting hope and peace to your life. Not one of them is powerful enough to help you overcome whatever real life struggle you're facing. I'll even go far enough out on the ledge to proclaim that these truths alone can be damning. Notice I said these truths alone. Most of them are not entirely bad in themselves. In fact, I've probably said them all to different people at various points in my life. But what I'm seeing today is a world where women of faith are taking these cute little sayings and standing on them as if they are the way, the truth, and the life, and they are not. True. And and it's a good setup. I, I promise everybody we are going to get to her book, God Made You to Be You, and, and how you can build up your child's self-worth if they're struggling in this world right now because it's tough out there. But I thought, you know, if Jamie's challenging 
moms that I serve to be themselves and to be okay and to reach for what they really need, which is the God of the universe, then I'm going to be real with her today. I've been an absolute wreck all morning. And, and, and I thought, you know, I'm going to be real as a mom because, you know, both my kiddos are in college and I just, you know, we dropped our daughter off a couple of weeks ago. She's, she's my best friend on the planet. I mean, I do have a BFF, but George is really my best friend and, and I know child psychologists would poo poo that, but it's, <laughs> but it's a thing. And I'm super attached to her. And we, you know, we drove her a thousand miles away to a, a university in California, which I'm not going to name because I'm about to say some not so nice things. Um, so, so, so she gets there and, and in the last week, all kinds of stuff has happened. First of all, she's been kind of persecuted. Obviously, she stands out for her faith and, and it makes her different. And she's not telling people about her faith, but around her, she's surrounded by people who absolutely don't agree. And, and she's mm-hmm. hearing it all around her. And then she got sick. So she's sick without mom and she's kind of updating mm-hmm. me and I'm panicked and I tend to be a worst case scenario person. So I literally texted her a little bit ago and I said, when you don't answer me, I imagine you passed out on the quad. Like she's, right. you know, and so I, and she says she really doesn't feel well and, and she's not, you know, it's been a couple of days. She's been tested for COVID. She doesn't have COVID. Um, and, and I've, I've been worried about that and she got a form of rejection in an athletic arena and, and some bad stuff happening back at home and people not being nice. And I, and I just think I can't take that. I can't mother her from a thousand miles away. I'm panicked. I'm depressed. I've, I've been trying to overcome fear in my life for the last 20 years of being a believer. And clearly I haven't overcome fear. And I thought, <laughs> uh, how do I be me and, and follow God to the potential or to the, to the magnitude that I want to and, and use it as an example for other mamas when here I sit in a puddle of tears and, and fearful and terrified and not an example and not, you know, d- kind of um, providing an example for my daughter. And <laughs> And then you're about to be on the show. And I'm like, I don't even want to do the show today. I feel so horrific. So I thought, all right, then I'm just going to be real with Jamie. So you go, girl. You just speak in to every mom's life who's feeling inadequate and and bad about themselves like I am this morning or to this afternoon. I'll I'll tell you what. This is like I think everyone goes through this because uh, two weeks ago I had to do a bunch of press for my kid's book. And I'm talking about how to be like a great mom and all these things. And we're going through a bunch of stuff at our house with some of our kids. And after the interview, I just cried and cried and cried because I was like, I don't even know what I'm doing. So the good news is that none of us actually know what we're doing. Right. Um, and then the even better news is that we can listen. This is what I'm trying to tell myself. And everything I'm about to say to you is things I'm telling to myself. So I am not coming as an expert. I'm coming as a as a, a partner, a sister as a mom in the world. Yeah. yeah, sister. Here it is. Is I'm having to teach myself and listen to my emotions and say my emotions are real. Everything you're feeling is real, Mm -hmm. but not all of them are truth to stand on and not all of them are indicators of what's really happening. And so I'm having to be the kind of person who goes, okay, I'm really sad. I'm really angry. I'm really anxious. I'm really fearful. And you mentioned all of those things within the last five minutes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So knowing that, what do I do with it? And to not sound like churchy or like super Christiany, like the thing that, that I'm trying to do is to say, God, I want to name all of these emotions that I'm feeling. I'm scared for this reason. I'm afraid for this reason. I'm really mad for this reason. I'm really upset for this reason. And being a mom is super hard right now. Um, and I just kind of want to like, sometimes, don't don't lose me here, listeners. Sometimes I close my eyes and act like I'm literally handing Jesus emotions. Yeah. Like, I'm doing that right now. Like, I have my eyes closed. I have my hands out. And I will say, God, here is, I'm afraid for my daughter, like I'm speaking as on you, I'm afraid for my daughter. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold this up right here, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna need you to take it because I'm having a really hard time carrying it. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I 
don't have never I've never had a like instant moment of oh my gosh I automatically feel better Mm -hmm. but I will say this Jenny as I've done that daily sometimes hourly I start to feel a lift off of my soul and spirit like for real start to feel a lift yeah and it's it's not like it is supernatural it's what God says he'll do you know he will carry our burdens you know (laughs) he says come to me um, and he will do that for us and so that's what I'm learning to do, and that's my only encouragement I bring to you today is to maybe literally spend some time, close your eyes, name everything, hold your hand out and say, God, I need you to take it because I can't carry it. Yeah, yeah. And I do. I sit in my prayer chair, and that does sound like I'm trying to be a super Christian. And we Look, we both love Jesus. I do have yes. people who listen to the show that, that, that don't know him and don't believe in the Bible, and, and I always want to love them, too, and say, look, I'm not a super Christian in the sense that I'm alienating you. You know, you get where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I, 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 what I was reading Jeremiah 31, I think, this morning, and, and not the thing that you think I was reading, not, not the most you know, famous part of it. But I thought, yeah. why don't we as moms— why aren't we able as women to say, okay, so, so we believe in this God of this Bible. We've seen it proved time and time again in science and everything else and in our own lives. Why don't we just yeah. stand on everything he's told us that, that he will you know, bring joy for your mourning, that he will console you in, in the midst of your trouble, that he will rescue you, that he will save you, that he loves you, that he'll work everything together for good. And, and this morning in my panic, and I thought, I, I hope Jamie understands what I'm talking about, and I hope other moms need to hear this. Why don't we just stand on that? Why don't we just say, okay, well, that's the truth, so I can shut up now and not be afraid anymore and not be panicked and not be an over-worrier and a helicopter of a mom, you know, constantly texting my daughter and following her on Life 360 to see her every move at college. And, oh, (laughs) and I just thought, I'm just going to admit this to Jamie because I know there are two things she wants to do today. And number one, that is to tell moms they're okay. And number two, that's to teach them how to teach their kids that they're okay. So can you speak into what I just said? Yeah, totally. I uh, recently was talking to someone I was interviewing, and they had written a book on um, parts of it on the Sermon on the Mount. And if, if you think, if you remember the Sermon on the Mount, so in the book of Matthew, it's Jesus' first sermon. It's yeah. five, six, seven chapters. And then at the very end, Jesus says to the crowd, everyone he's been talking to, he's been talking for, I don't know how long it took him to do it, all of these things. He's giving them all of these commands. And then he says, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them, will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. You know the story, the rivers came, yeah. the rose, the wind comes, all that. He says, but everyone who hears these words of mine and doesn't act on them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain fell, the rivers rose, the winds blew and pounded on the house, and it collapsed. And it collapsed with a great crash. And that was the end of the sermon. And I've always thought of that as between believers and non-believers. Um, but Jesus actually that he ends that sermon with telling us how we are to act as we're followers of him. So he goes through chapter five, he goes through chapter six, how to give, how to prayer, um, how to tell the truth, that he's the fulfillment of the law, uh, that we're to be salt and light, uh, that we are into the kingdom is narrow. He goes all these things. And he says, if you listen to my commands and you do them, the rains will come, the storms will call, but you will be steady. And I just think, it's promised here that all of us are going to have hard things in life. Right. Like we're all going to have trials. We're all going to have temptations. We're all going to have hard parenting days. But Jesus says right here, hey, listen to my word and follow them. When all that stuff comes, guess what? you got a foundation that can't be movable. And that's what I'm really, really learning and leaning into a lot in my parenting right now. For my own life, like I have a foundation I can stand on. But even more than that, James, I want to help my kids build that foundation. Yeah, amen. Because it is so stinking hard to be a teenager these days. 
It yeah. is like, I don't know if every generation has said this. I should ask my mom. I think it has to be like the hardest ever to be a teenager right now. Yeah. Um, there's so much coming at them. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I'm thinking for myself. That's what I'm thinking for my big kids. I have all teenagers. And then that, I mean, that's even why I wrote this kid's book. It's like, we need this foundation of truth. Yeah. Yeah. Before they're teenagers. And, and I, and before I want their teenagers. Right. Yeah. And I want, and, and by the way, in the middle of all this, my daughter's like texting me things like I'm leaning. And I just couldn't even believe it. She's texting me and saying, I'm leaning into the father because I know that he's going to make things better. And I'm like, you're leaning into the father. Well, so clear. <laughs> so clearly I did something right, I guess, or God, uh-huh. you know, stepped in, yeah. but, yeah. but I want to get to the few things I did promise that we would get to, but thank you for just going down that trail with me. Cause I thought yeah. I'm just going to be real today. And I want other moms to know that I suffer and that I sometimes, pardon this word, I sometimes suck and, I, and I'm not good at what I'm trying to be good at and, and I'm not yep. the godly woman I want to be. So I just want moms to know that. Me now, too, girl. Me thank too. you. So I, I, you have, it looks like three adopted children. Is that correct? Yeah, our oldest uh, is our only biological, and the other three joined our family through adoption. Okay, yeah. good good way to put it. Thank you for correcting me. You joined your family yeah, through adoption. They are your yeah. kiddos. But I, the reason I bring it up is because I want moms to know when you're going to talk right now about building that esteem in our children at an early age and then carrying that over in, as they get older and helping them to realize they're different from their peers on purpose. We're all different in our own way because God planned it that way. I want people to know that you're coming both from the perspective as a mom of a bio kid and as mom of, of children who yeah. joined your family through adoption. So, so go for it. Tell people how we can build our children up when they're little. Yeah, well, I think what was so fun about me writing this book is because it's geared towards four to six-year-olds, and the last time I had a four-year-old was 10 years ago. Okay. And so I'm kind of on the other side of this, you know? And so I'm able to look back and be like, man, what did I want my kids to start believing when they were that young yeah. that would carry them into their teens, 20s, 30s, 40s like I am? And it was that, that God made them with a purpose, and that he made them the way they were on purpose. And so that's what this kid's book is about. It's about a cactus who looks yeah. around at his other friends who are animals, and he wonders, why can't I run? Why can't I slither? Why can't I fly? And by the end, his friends convince him and kind of remind him that God made him with a purpose. And for me, I think that's one of the most foundational truths that we can believe, because like I said, I wrote an entire book last year for adult women with basically the same theme. And so... I got to thinking like, this is for every age group. And that foundation that I want in my kids that they need as teenagers is to remember, man, my mom has always told me or my dad or my auntie or my babysitter when they read this book, they have always told me that I was created with a purpose. That is what I want these young kids to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And by the way, easiest show prep I've ever done. I read this book twice <laughs> because it's, it's so a kid's cute, book. It? Yeah, it's super cute. And the illustrations are cute. And, and you said that the, the favorite part was when the cactus turns into all the other people in oh, the, the so shape. Cute. Oh, it's so cute. Um, and, but I want to read just a little quote from it for anybody okay. who's feeling insecure or if your child's feeling like they're not like their friends and, and they're different and they're wrong. Um, close to the end of the book, all of his friends are telling the cactus, you're sturdy. You're strong. You're always so steady. If someone needs help, you are sure to be ready. So just be the cactus God made you to be. You're perfectly awesome at being Sammy. And and that's the message to all of us and to our children. How can a mom, in addition to this book, her, her book, by the way, Jamie Ivey's book is God made you to be you for our little ones, but it's a message she wants to extend to everybody. How can a mom on a daily basis, you know, not just with your book, but beyond that, get that into her kids' lives when, when they're going off to preschool or they're going off to elementary school and they feel like they're less than? 
Mm-hmm. I think one of the best things that someone told me when I was parenting young kids was to try to find things that your kids are awesome at that are parts of their character. And not just like, you're really good at soccer, or I like the way that you draw. Those are all amazing things that we should say those to our kids all the time. But find ways that you see your kids excelling in ways that are of their soul, of their character. Like if you see them include another kid, say something about that. Brag about that. Talk crazy about it like that. Brag about them in front of their siblings, your husband, whoever it might be. And remind them of like, oh, I saw in that moment when you had to make a choice. You could either not be friends with that person or you could ask them to come play soccer with you at the park when we're all there. Man, I love that about you. You are a really kind person. Just really speaking truths over them. Yeah. I mean, God's word says, but you know, when we start to follow him, what we get out of that is we get the fruits of the spirit. So we get kindness and goodness and gentleness and faithfulness. All those things are ours to have. And so I think why not go ahead, even before your kids are following Jesus, even before they've made a decision to make him their Lord, to go ahead and find out those traits and say, man, I really saw you be good in that moment when you could have chosen, you could have chosen bad. That's what I think really helps our kids to start that foundation because then we're speaking over them, A, what we see in them, and B, what we want them to continue to be. Yeah. And I'm still doing that with teenagers, and I'm sure you're still doing that with your kids in college. That never ends. Yeah, but I know. It's good which, to start too which, when you're younger. Yeah, yeah. Which, and that's a good thing because I still feel like I'm needed <laughs> as a <Yes>. mom. But, <laughs> but you know, there's this book that was published years ago, and I had the author on the show many years ago called Nurture Shock. And it said, you know, we're overdoing the good job, buddy, and that was a good game, darling. And, and, and instead, we should be saying things like, you're such a hard worker, and, and, and mm-hmm. things that make them realize that their effort is something and that, they're, and that the things that they are doing that are beyond kind of the typical things we compliment them have value too. But let me ask you this. How do we how do we kind of tweak their value system where the culture is telling them, you know, if your mom and dad are wealthy, then then I think you're a big deal. Or if if you've got the prettiest face in high school, then you're a big deal. Or if you're the, the best athlete, you're a big deal. How do we get them past that value system and say, no, it's better to be patient and kind and loving and, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of prayer. And again, I don't mean to be churchy, but a lot of prayer. But also, I think modeling that for our kids. Like when we're having conversations at our house, if you're a super wealthy family, nothing wrong with that. But how do you have conversations about your money in front of your children? Yeah. You know, are you allowing them to see that you just get whatever you want and you have zero self-control and you find a lot of worth in your wealth? Or are you modeling to them humility and giving and serving? And so I think we undervalue that our kids are watching what we're doing. Um, and so I, I sometimes even have to think about that with like, I, I'm – you know, I'm not a stay-at-home mom anymore. You know, I work outside the home, and I want my kids to see that I still value them so much, and I also value the people I get to do ministry to. And so I, I want them to kind of understand where that comes from. So I think it, a lot of it comes from, like, what are we modeling to our kids, and what conversations are we having with them? Yeah, amen. I think that's amen. important as well. It's like, what are we talking about around the dinner table? What are we talking about in the car? And we can kind of, you know, you can mold conversations to fit what the lesson you're wanting to teach your that, kids. So true. And All so right. I think that's something as well. I want you to be able to get to telling people how to find you, the book, and the podcast, and we only have a couple minutes left. So make this a one-minute answer. Uh, um, how do you give your kid that concept of bloom where you're planted? Because it is, it's one of those cliches that you see on Pinterest. How do you pass that on to, to your little ones, but also your teenagers and your adult children? Yeah, again, I think it goes back to telling them what they're excelling in, where they are. And I don't mean their academics. I don't mean their athletics. I mean the way that you're seeing God use their life for his glory. And sometimes you got to find 
sometimes you got to dig real deep to find that in a kid. I'm not going to lie. But mm-hmm. dig deep and try to find something that you see that in their life God is using them in their home, in the community of the church, to change the world for His glory. And listen, moms, you've got to dig deep sometimes to find that. But find yeah. it, and you can. And then, and then point that out to them. Let them see that they matter where they are by finding something that you see in them that points people to Jesus. Amen. All right. So I know that you have extra time because you thought we were going for an hour. So I'm asking you to stick <laughs> around because I'm going to say something to you when we're off air. But, but can you stick around? Tell people how to find you in the book, Jamie. Uh, you can find the book at God Made You to Be You. You can get it wherever you buy books. And then jamieivy.com is where I am. And if you're on Instagram, I love Instagram. I'm at Jamie Ivy. Jamie Ivy. J-A-M-I-E-I-V-E-Y. Jamie Ivy. Yep. Thank you for being on Channel Mom. Stick around. I'm going to talk to you after the show real quick. Um, all Thank right. You. Yeah, you're welcome, dear. Okay, so I just want to have a, a little quick confession. I joined a talent agency to support my daughter because she does acting, and I got this role on something called Wild Crime. I did a reenactment of this precious woman who Coloradans will know. She was murdered um, in Estes Park, and I ended up playing her, and I ended up praying much of the time I was playing her over the, the place where she died and over the path and over it all, over the role and why I was representing her and hopefully honoring her. And then do you know what? It's it's on Hulu if you want to go look at it. I'm actually in it in the reenactments. Wild crime. But <laughs> not listed in the credits. And I later realized, speaking of what Jamie's talking about, it wasn't about me getting credit. It was about me going and help, shining for somebody else and, and honoring somebody else. And I thought, man, was that a lesson I want to pass on. All right. If you guys need any kind of help, if you want to tell other folks about how they get encouragement from Channel Mom, please tell them about ChannelMom.com, ChannelMom.org. We are also on uh, there, the webs, you know, the internet, the interweb at ChannelMom.org. You know, our prison ministries there, our ministry for single moms, our ministry for homeless moms and moms transitioning out of homelessness. Any mom we can encourage. Just go find us. And you can give to us if you want to keep us on the air, channelmom.org. You can become a donor. I'd love it. Thanks to my mom and dad for listening, my whole family, my precious husband and two children. God bless you guys. Have a beautiful weekend. Enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio. And if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our Donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.